WKAB.org, the online source of Granite State Broadcasting. Quaid makes the shot, takes the shot, in and out of Vasilevsky's club. Stafford scores! Drew Stafford puts the Bruins on top! Now to Nash, he's got Pasternak in front. Pasternak scores! Looking for Stafford, brings it out wide. Crew taps to Chara, he scores! The captain makes it 3-0, and the Bruins are 10-48 from the Stanley Cup playoffs. Pasternak scores! Don't forget what this team has done since the 9th of February. The Boston Bruins are back in the playoffs. Hour number two here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPN NHRadio.com. Ashish Sharma, Brian Roach, and Dave Pollard in the house till 2 p.m. this afternoon. No Mark Lazelle today. He is off on a camping trip, so it's just the three of us. I feel like that intro is a little too epic. For, it's awesome. It's, it, it is awesome, but considering that you know, the Bruins like have sucked for the majority of the year. Awesome. It's, they're not cup contenders. Bruins yeah, fans, not really don't cup listen contenders. to these two bozos. They're all right? not cup contenders. No, Bruins listen, I'm fans, happy they're back in it. Rejoice, okay? You deserve this, Bruins fans. More than half of the teams make the playoffs. You know that, right? I do know that. Okay. <laughs> you so. know that this team didn't make it the last two years, Well, right? yeah, that's because of epic collapses. Bruins fans, that moment when they clinched on Tuesday... <laughs> They, was nice. They no, no, jokes you aside, can enjoy that. Hold on, hold on. You're allowed to enjoy <laughs> them they, clinching wait, a spot. When you when you clinch two days before the season ends. Yes. Okay. You yeah, are, absolutely. Right. It's better than uh, than them uh, doing what they did the last two years, choking down the stretch, I enjoy having it go that. into the final game of the season, and oh, choking some more. I enjoyed All right? that. That is not what you want. I enjoyed that. The Bruins did the, the exact blues? opposite I, this I year. I enjoy watching uh, watching watching teams suffer. Well, that's that's, a, that's that's why I was disappointed. That's horrible. Of I you. was disappointed <laughs> that the Cubs won because now there's no big. Story You're not lines. a true baseball fan if you were disappointed the Cubs. There's won. no good baseball lines anymore. Yeah, it, that's true. There's no that's go, true. Uh, there's no there's good baseball what storylines storylines. Story okay, yeah. but we're not talking about that. We're Bruins not. fans, you can enjoy this. Okay, they're not going to make a cup run, but you can enjoy that this is a step forward for them. It is. The last two years, all we've complained about is that this team was. Uh, where exactly? We didn't know. We weren't, we, really, we weren't sure. Yeah. They, they were didn't doing have an that, identity for. They were like doing that sort of, of in between thing with mm-hmm. their players, and where Claude they, didn't they help. kept veteran guys, <laughs> and they were. And Claude certainly didn't help young players move along. All right, but they had some. Uh, they had some decent drafts, starting with David Pasternak a couple years ago, and the young players are finally starting to have somewhat of an impact. And now that Claude's gone, and we've seen this shift in play from the Bruins. You can say that the team is finally moving forward instead of remaining stagnant or moving backwards even. All right, so uh, obviously they clinch on Tuesday. That 4 nothing win against Tampa Bay at the time it was their sixth straight win, which I'm going to get to why that's, uh, that's huge for this team. Six straight wins going down the stretch here. Obviously because of what happened the last two years, and I'll get into some of those stats. Uh, dominant performance by Tuka Rask on a, and a good effort to stifle Tampa's momentum early on because Tampa came out ready to play. Yeah, and then um, they, they killed off that nice uh, five-minute uh, major. Was that uh, that was that game, right? Yeah, and we're gonna get to Brad Marchand <laughs> as well in a later segment. But uh, uh, honestly, see, I watched taps. the game. Uh, yeah, the Vanilla Nut Taps. Uh, you can you can see why. Uh, you know, people are upset with Marchand, obviously. But if you look at that game. Right? Uh, Marshan goes out with that game misconduct. Five-minute penalty. They kill that penalty. Mm-hmm. And from there, they, it, it they launched owned them. that game. It launched them from yeah. there. It gave them momentum. So right. in an ass-backwards sort of way, and then they won the against penalty Ottawa, helped right? them a little bit. Uh, no, they lost to Ottawa 2-1 to one in a shootout on Thursday. To they still got a point. Up. So though. that ended their six-game win streak. They did get a point. Uh, which is important, except for the fact that they are 0-3 and 1 against the Senators this year, which is your potential first round playoff aren't, matchup. Aren't In fact, the, it's the most they, likely first round playoff aren't matchup. Aren't the all three teams that they've uh, that they ha- will ha- they have? They haven't won. Have. 
They haven't, haven't won a game any, against any of them. Tor- Toronto, the Capitals, and Ottawa. Yeah, they haven't they won have a single. They have not game. won a single game, and I wish I had the full record against those teams. But they are over. Like, oh, it's like okay, oh, they're oh, oh, 11 and one. Uh, they're really uh, <laughs> uh, they've struggled against those three teams. But uh, so so if you win against Washington, so here's the deal. I'll break it down. All right, if the Bruins beat the Capitals today, they'll finish no lower than third in the Atlantic, and they avoid the Capitals in the first round, which you want to do. Yes, uh, the Bruins can lose and still finish in third as long as Toronto gains no more than two points in their final two games against Pittsburgh and Columbus, which are two good teams, but they already have playoff spots locked up. Who knows uh, if they come to play. Right. Uh, the Bruins do own the tiebreaker over Ottawa and Toronto. How? And it, uh, because of uh, regulation and overtime wins. Uh, that's okay. what they base it off of. So not, it's any win, do not in head. a shootout. It's a, do it, it should be. I think that's the second tiebreaker. Okay. Uh, but the first one is any win you get, not in a shootout. Because if it was head-to-head, Bruins would lose everything. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be screwed. Uh, Ottawa's a point ahead of the Bruins as of today. They play the Rangers at 12.30, Ottawa does. And uh, they'll finish up their season uh, against the Islanders tomorrow, who are technically still in it, but pretty much out of it. Uh, They need a lot of help, and they definitely need to win that game tomorrow against Ottawa if they want in. Uh, Home ice advantage looks bleak if you're the Bruins because you've only got the one game left. Uh, Clinching a spot in the division, though, is fully within the Bruins' grasp. They control their own destiny here. The one weird thing, I think, and one thing that I don't know if you agree with, Brian, is starting Anton Hudobin in net today against the Capitals. Uh, why not? I, I mean, that's what I was thinking, too, after I thought long and hard about it. I guess why not? He's had two great performances of late. Well, not uh, only one that, against Chicago and like, one big game against the Islanders. The game technically doesn't matter because it's just about like who you want to face in the first uh, round. But it, it is important in my opinion to avoid the capitals and well yeah because you'd get swept right so it's in your hands here today if you win it doesn't matter what ottawa and toronto do in their final two games you lock up a spot in the atlantic i feel like you'd still lose to ottawa toronto but at least but you stand a much better chance against those two teams and look for what it's worth if you get ottawa yeah you're oh three and one but that last game on thursday was their best game against ottawa and they very well could have pulled that out well you the thing is the last couple seasons it's been ottawa that's been there uh yeah, the Achilles heel. <laughs> right. The Absolutely. Kryptonite. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and you know what? The Capitals today, they're coming in with pretty much a full roster from what I hear. And they wrapped up the President's Trophy as the league's best team. Uh, they'll destroy you in yeah. round one. They will crush you. They are uh, not only the third highest scoring team in the league, they're the best defensive team in the league, which is not something you think of when you think of Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals. Right, because Alex Ovechkin is always a negative, uh, the plus rate, the plus minus. Well, and I think he's uh, he's pretty uh, positive this year in the yeah, plus uh, minus category, Well, he's always been like negative fi- like 25, right. 30. Well, and when you're a team that gives up the lowest amount of goals in a season, a lot of your players are going to have positive right. in the plus minus category. Uh, There's still a scenario in which the Bruins could play the Leafs, though it's unlikely. Ottawa would have to lose both of their games in Toronto, at least one in regulation. And Toronto has to win out against uh, two tough teams, essentially. So if you want to play the Leafs, that's the series you really want. There's an outside chance you'd get them, uh, though it's not likely. But that series would be entertaining as all hell. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Leafs are a fast team up and down the ice, uh, and the Bruins with their new style under Cassidy. That would be a run-and-gun sort of series. You'd have a lot of entertainment in that one. Uh, if you're the Bruins, look, just don't screw this up today. I, I know it's the Capitals. They're the best team in the league. You don't expect to win, and you're putting Anton Hudobin in, in net. Again, throwing him to the Wolves like you did last week against Chicago. But Hudobin's won six in a row, and, he, and he's come through in two huge he games He made 41 for saves recently. in that game against 41 Chicago? 41 out of 43 shots he stopped against Chicago. Uh, so... Look, why not, right? He's hot. He's looking good. Uh, it's an adventure a lot of times with Udobin and Net, but that's uh, when he's on, he's making saves, and so you're going to have to deal with that a little bit. But it does feel a little bit like they're willing to let the chips fall where they may. I don't necessarily agree with that. It's in your control to go ahead and lock up a spot in the Atlantic and avoid Washington. So I would hope that the Bruins will go ahead and do that. Um, quickly on the final stretches here, or, uh, and why why you should rejoice if you're a Bruins fan. Uh, this year is different because you're finally starting to move forward as a team and as a roster under Bruce Cassidy. Uh, since February 9th, the final 25 games of the season under Bruce, the Bruins went 18-5-2, which is a decent sample size, really. It's more than a quarter of a season. Right. 
So with that in mind, let's revisit the horror of the last two seasons real quick. Ooh, fun. Uh, last year <laughs> in the final, uh, so I went with the final 25 games. Well, right? that's, that's, that's a good... Uh, it's a good barometer yeah. for, for a choking team or a team that plays themselves into it down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Again, they're 18-5-2 in the final 25 games with one to go. That's not bad. Uh, under Bruce. That's really good. They played themselves back into it. They were out of it at that point in, on February 9th uh, when Bruce took over. Last year, the Bruins went 12-10-3 in the final 25 games, but they went 4-6-1 in those final 11 games, including a 6-1 loss to Ottawa in the final game of the year uh, with Tuca out with a tummy ache. Oh, poor, t- poor Tuca. He can't play. We still have courts. So that knocked them out of contention. A 6-1 to one loss to Ottawa last year, who wasn't a playoff team last year. Right. They missed the playoffs on a tiebreaker with Detroit last season. So they tied Detroit for points and for the now final Detroit playoff spot. Does, uh, does, isn't going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, which is sad because they're leaving Joe Lewis Arena too. Yeah. So uh, that streak, that uh, that historic streak, twenty three. I think it was twenty five years. Yeah, it was twenty five or something. Twenty five yeah. straight years. I can look years. it up, but yeah, it's like two decades of. And they're leaving the, the Joe too, so yeah. a lot of history ending there for Detroit this year. But uh, that's the, and their the last point. game at, at Detroit is today, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right about that. But uh, enough of the Red Wings. Uh, in 2015, the year before last, 25 yes. seasons. The Bruins had a truly epic meltdown in 2015 in March and April. Uh, they uh, again, you might remember, this was the year they were in second place yep. handily yep, in, in March. the in the Atlantic Division at the beginning of March, uh, and they were nipping at Montreal's heels for the first place right. spot in the Atlantic, and then they went 11, seven, and seven. And it sounds better than it is in hockey, right? When you have those overtime losses. Yeah. That's 11 wins and 14 losses, okay? Yeah. That's 11 and 14 down the stretch. Uh, so that's not good enough in the final 25 games. And even worse, they went 4 5 and 5, which is 4 and 10 in the final 14 games of that season. And they lost four straight to end the year. But you got missing the playoffs points. by two points. They missed the playoffs by two points after losing those final four games of the year. When you only needed one of those games to be a victory. Right. All right, so they couldn't pull it off. Well, were some of those overtime losses? Sorry? Were any of those four losses overtime losses? There might have been two in there. Okay. Look, a loss is a loss when you're trying to fight for a playoff Well, I know, but if it's an overtime loss, you'd need two of those to get two points. Right. Well, you still could have used a regulation win. Or a win in general. Right. Or a win Just a win would have gotten you uh, in. uh, uh, Two wins, technically. You needed two more points. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Point is, they had it. They obviously had it wrapped up, and they couldn't finish it off the last two seasons. So last year, uh, you know, when you're in, Febu- in February of last year, uh, you're, again, in second in the Atlantic. And, you, and you, this year you had to crawl back. That's what that's what the difference is. You well, were out of it. What was it? That's what's different. The last two years you were in well, and you fell out. This year you were out and you climbed back in. were out of it, they got back in, and then they were out of it again. Uh, right, for a second. For a second. For and we'll, a few games. Let's go over that stretch because <laughs> Bruce came in and a few things happened that we hadn't seen under Claude Julian coach Bruins team. They they won against West Coast teams. Yep. They were previously 0-6 in their prior six matchups against those West Coast teams. That's San Jose, Anaheim, L.A. Uh, they went 4-1 and against those teams in February. Interesting. The first game being that game uh, for Bruce against San Jose where they came out and played a great game. Did they win both games against San Jose? Uh, they did. They ended up winning both games. That was later on. Uh, uh, I think it was in March. They played San Jose again, and they won, uh, six to three. Tuka Rask had never—hard to believe—but never won a home game against the Montreal Canadiens in his entire career. In Bruce's first game against the Habs, you squashed that too. He also a had four eight nothing, shutouts a this year. Four nothing Tuka. shutout victory Sorry, for Rask. To, uh, that was a—that's uh, amazing. Part of his uh, part of his career high eight shutouts uh, yes. didn't really help his goals against average or save percentage this year. Which but is yes, strange, but okay. It's because he had really bad games. Yeah, where he, he had was a given few, up five, yeah. six goals. Yeah. Uh, and right after that game, by the way, I just want to mention this caveat. Right after that 4 nothing win against the Habs uh-huh. was when the Habs fired Michelle Therrien and hired Claude Julien. Fun times. Fun times. Fun times. So after that stretch, uh, and again, these are obviously some of the things that show up on paper, but I, almost instantly it, the Bruins became a more entertaining product, the defense became active on offense, and we were off to the races. You went 7-1 and one in Cassidy's first eight games to climb back into the playoff picture this I, year. I have a question before you keep Go going. Um, what... Uh, how would you face the Canadians in the second round right now if you were the Bruins? What Canadians who, have to beat the Rangers, and then you'll end up playing uh, the Habs. Well, I know, but like if you win, 
if you win against which opponent, though? Um, you need to play into the division. Okay. I believe you need to play into the division. Okay. Um, but I haven't really checked on that. That would be fun. That would be great. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic if you end up with the Senators. Uh, with, uh, with the Canadians. Yeah. You're gonna end up with the Senators. <laughs> right. Uh, so again, you go 7-1 and one in the first eight games that Cassidy's coach... Uh, you ended up going 11 and two in the first 13 games before that stretch where where you're in panic mode going oh no here we go again they dropped four straight games to Edmonton Toronto Ottawa and Tampa but then you put Udobin in net against the Islanders and you rip off six games in a row leading into Thursday's game against Ottawa and here we are today talking about how the Bruins are back in the playoffs which again Bruins fans, you should feel good about this. Despite a really dumb move by Brad Marchand against Tampa on Tuesday, which we're going to talk about more in the Bruins segment later, you should feel fantastic about this, Bruins, because playoff hockey, we all know, if you're a hockey fan, there's nothing better than playoff hockey. There's nothing better, and anything can happen. It's not the NBA where it's predetermined. And MLB, same, same sort of thing. Uh, I feel like the NHL and is the, like, you know... And anything can happen. Absolutely. Because an eight seed can beat a one seed. Right. Uh, which is why, you know what? If you get the Capitals, whatever. Go balls to the wall. Throw everything you got at them. Yeah, yeah. And you still what happens. In this case, that means something else. But. Right, right. <laughs> if you're Martian, maybe don't mention balls to the wall because he might get some other ideas. But right. uh, <laughs> look, you sh- if you're a Bruins fan, be excited about this. Because the last two years they were in and they choked to not get into the postseason. This year they were out and they got hot down the stretch under Cassidy and they climbed back into this playoff picture. And now we're going to have some playoff hockey. At least four games of playoff hockey, everybody. So you can you can enjoy this while it's happening, all right? Don't, don't listen to the naysayers. Hey, I'm excited. I'm excited. Hey, don't put me in the same category as Brian. I'm excited about Bruins uh, playoff hockey. He's the one that's not. I just, I I just look. I've never pretended to be a hockey guy, but I agree with you. Uh, Playoff hockey is some of the greatest sports entertainment. Oh, I agree. Well, so so rejoice, rejoice, Bruins fans. (laughs) We got playoff hockey back in Boston. All right, quick break here on the Sports Blast. That's BS. Coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Allergy congestion. Cut grass. Cat on the sofa, dust in the carpet. Whenever allergy congestion makes you feel trapped, break through with Allegra D for 5-in-1 24-hour multi-symptom relief. Allegra D combines a non-drowsy antihistamine with a powerful decongestant for fast relief that starts working in just one hour. Break through allergy congestion with Allegra D. Use only as directed. Guaranteed or your money back. Visit Allegra.com. So you own your own business. Got small ambitions for this business? Of course you don't. Got medium ambitions for this business? Of course you don't. Who has medium ambitions? You got big ambitions. If you're a growing business with big ambitions, you want to grow with Granger. Granger has the products, the services, and more importantly, the commitment you need. Total commitment. If you're a growing business, Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close. I'm so close. And when I I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. At the American Lung Association, We're fighting for a day when we can all breathe easier. We're fighting for clear skies over every city and healthy lungs throughout the country. We're fighting to keep harmful secondhand smoke out of our public spaces and workplaces and fighting to free millions of Americans from the addictive grip of tobacco and the devastating effects of lung disease. We're fighting for a day when kids no longer battle airborne poisons in their own homes or the fear of an asthma attack. 
The American Lung Association isn't just fighting for air. We're fighting for all the things that make it worth breathing. And we can use your help. Join us in the fight. Visit fightingforair.org and read about just a few of the many ways the American Lung Association is fighting to protect the air we breathe, both indoors and out. See what you can do at fightingforair.org. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Bruins wrap up their regular season today against the league's best as the Washington Capitals come to town with the Bruins win. They'll finish no lower than third place in the Atlantic Division. No Brad Marchand, no Tory Krug today. Anton Hudobin will be in net. Faceoff from TD Garden is at 3 o'clock. Meanwhile, Ottawa and Toronto each have two games left to go. The Sens go up against the Rangers this afternoon. They take on the Islanders tomorrow. Toronto faces Pittsburgh tonight and Columbus tomorrow. The NHL playoffs will begin on Wednesday, April 12th. The Celtics have dropped back-to-back games, first to Cleveland on Wednesday, then to Atlanta the following night. They'll try and right the ship today, taking on the lowly Charlotte Hornets in Charlotte. Tip-off is at 6. Seas find themselves one game behind the Cleveland Cavaliers for the top spot in the East with three games to go, and the Suns beat the Thunder last night, so Brooklyn clinches the worst record in the NBA. And the Red Sox suffered their first loss of the 2017 campaign yesterday. Sox took a one-run lead into the eighth inning against the Tigers, but the bullpen imploded ultimately. Joe Kelly would walk home the game-winning run as the Sox fall in Detroit 6-5. They're back at it today against the Tigers. Eddie Rodriguez on the hill. First pitch from Comerica Park is at 110. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. It's time for That's BS. That's some bullshit. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. On ESPN New Hampshire. I'm sorry, I'm allergic to bullshit. He's a liar. He's lying to us, man. And ESPNNHradio.com. <laughs> ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. It is time for That's BS. Uh, got a good list here. A lot happened this week. Uh, a lot of funny stuff. Some stuff that, I don't know if it's funny or just sad, but we will get to it. A comprehensive list as always and a good time to bring it back. I feel like we do That's BS more during baseball season anyways. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. What uh, do you do during football season? Baseball players, I think. Yeah. Know? Baseball, baseball players do A couple baseball players uh, on this list today, I think. Yeah. Right? And, and one, that's actually the one that I was alluding to, which mm. when we get to it, I, I don't know if it's funny or sad. We'll get to it. It's a little bit of both. But I'll kick things off here with the first item, guys. I don't know if you're familiar with the YouTube channel Watch Cut. I'd actually never heard of it until I saw this the other day. I've never heard of it. Basically, they make funny videos featuring people in unique situations. So this week, they released a video of a 30-something-year-old guy smoking weed with his grandmother for the first time. And uh, that's obviously an interesting situation. While they were high, he discovered things about his grandma that he never knew and probably found out some things he wishes he never found out in the first place. Drugs did you experiment with when you were a child? I was too busy working on the farm and we that? didn't have any drugs. I was very straight laced and very hard working. We didn't play much when we were young. My grandma's like legit worked her ass off her whole like her whole kid life, I think. Like she We didn't work that hard. We were kids. You were on a farm. Yeah, well it was a fun. Fo- I had a horse. Have you ever watched pornography, yep. Grandma? Yep. My neighbor used to put the sheets up on the wall. And, Are you and, f- <laughs> kidding me? And he'd order the, I don't know where he got them. He'd make, and, he, and his wife and I would sit there and we'd watch it. His wife, his wife and you I didn't watch. tell grandpa. <laughs> what the f- Oh, don't you wish you didn't know? See, once you know what happens to people, you have to think about it. Okay, I think that guy must be <laughs> mentally scarred for life, knowing not only that his grandma watched pornography, mm. but how she watched it. The things you don't know about Nana. Oh, oh God. God, Nana. Just like, remember, everyone. That time that you put me to bed? Everyone's Nana used to be young once, just like you. Oh, my God. That's I, it's funny, but also very, very awkward. I mean, like, how can he view his grandma the same way now? Oh, like, that every leave, time no, he that leaves it. a scar. 
That is not going away. And it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, I watched porn when I was younger. It was like, no, I watched with the neighbors. We'd put the, you know, we put the drapes up. We'd hang some curtains and, you know, don't tell grandpa. Yeah. At at least she didn't (laughs) uh, elaborate any further on that. At least she was just watching the porn. Let me show you the DVDs, you know, that we used. Back in that day, we had VHS. (laughs) We didn't just watch the porn, guys. They had a Super 8 track. (laughs) (laughs) They had to put up on a camera reel. Yeah, camera reel. And get a white wall. Yeah. And you could hear it clicking as the porno was playing. That's uh, that's messed up now. Yeah, that is pretty <laughs> messed, messed up. I'm sure up, that's Nana. a great mental image for that guy to have now for the rest of his life uh, about his grandma. It's like, hey, tell us about your grandma. I'd rather not, guys. Uh, my <laughs> mind immediately goes to a very dark place. Yes, that is a scarred for life moment for sure. I, I don't know if this is BS or hilarious. I think it's closer to BS, it's, but it's still kind of uncomfortably funny in an uncomfortable uh, way. concerning. For everyone with a grandma. Yeah, don't get them high and talk about porn. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever want to smoke weed with my grandparents. No, no, you you, I, you don't want Massachusetts now, but you, you I don't, don't need to, to do that. You don't need to hear the thoughts of <laughs> high nana, high grandpa, or any or any elderly person, great really, aunt who is high. <laughs> you don't nana, need to hear, sit down. You don't need to hear those. Take thoughts. a hit. <laughs> Let's have some fun. Let's talk about things. <laughs> You'll hear too much and uh, too much stuff you can't unhear. All right, let's move on on this list. Uh, uh, we got I next. I got the next one here. Uh, so we all know Mike Francesa, um, and he, he, you know, sometimes he uh, he, he doesn't really talk <laughs> throughout his entire show. But this was actually uh, a nice little exchange with a caller earlier this week. Uh, during an argument, we learned two things: uh, Mike Francesa is not a fan of the World Baseball Classic, and two, don't call him Michael. Mike in Valley Cottage. What's up, Mike? Hello, Michael. What's up? <clears throat> Michael, I can't, I'm surprised that Noah Syndergaard has got a pass for turning down pitching for the USA. I mean, this is close to the baseball Olympics as we have, and as I'm sure you watched most of the games, how big of a deal this actually what, was. What, the WBC? Yes. I wouldn't watch it if it was in my backyard. Oh, There's nothing patriotic Mike. about it. There's nothing, nothing real patriotic? about it. Nothing. Nothing. Michael. That is a made-up marketing event. I understand that. But there's it's not about any no, money. You know it's that. It's not about. There's nothing about this. This is not a real event. There's no history to it. There's right. no, there's no there's no anything to it. It is a okay. bogus event. But jeez, Michael. I mean, so why? So so the answer is zero. The team no. probably patted him on the back for not playing in it. No, Michael. You think the how mad were the Yankees for having Didi playing it? You think they were happy he played in it? Michael, no, that's good. I'm just so come on. That event is a joke, Michael. First of all, nobody watches it. Nobody watches it. Michael, come on. How many times are you going to say Michael? Nobody watches it. Nobody. Go look at the ratings. Nobody watched it. No. Nobody watched it. All right, but is it patriotic kind of thing? How is it patriotic? You were playing against a bunch of Americans. America, Michael. But the point is, well, wait a second. What what team were, what team though, were you excited about, Michael? It's what team were you excited That's about, what, was, Mike. what team were you excited about? What team? This yeah, what? Well, All right, now who were you playing against in the final, Michael? What, what team we... were you playing against in the final, Michael? Don't say Michael again. I'm hanging up on you. Don't say it again. What team did you play in the final, Michael? I, I warned you. I warned you because you don't know who you played in the final. That's how thrilled you were at that event. You didn't even know who they played against. They played against a bunch of American players. That's who they played against in the final. And if my player got hurt in that event, I'd be furious, just like the Yankees were when Didi got hurt. And now the Mets have a pitcher who pitched in it and is hurt. Wow. First of all, it's nice to see that Mike Francesa agrees <laughs> with me on cold. the WBC, but I love that. that hey, guy. WBC was great. <laughs> Uh, that, that, it was, but I agree with the sentiment that if someone gets hurt, you know, it's the I've heard uh, uh, from a clip of Mike Francesa, because usually, you know, it's like, uh, uh, I'm looking for uh, batting average. Wouldn't you love to see a conversation between Francesa and Belichick? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just be like, uh, uh we couldn't uh, get to the quarterback today. Uh, let me just uh, let me find the stats on that. Look up your stats here, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <it's... laughs> 
No, that was absolutely hilarious. I mean, like, I, first of all, I got to say that, d- did anyone else get reminded of Consuela from Family Guy? A little Guy? bit, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, 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 no. Michael, Michael. Michael. How many times, though, is that caller going to, is is he going to call him Michael? My goodness, that is ridiculous. Michael. <laughs> like, no. how are you going to do no. that? How are you going to do that? That's <laughs> insane. No. <laughs> no. No. No, I need more lemon players. Who are they going to play against? Who are they going to play against? <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Say Michael, Michael one more time. <laughs> and I am hanging up on yeah, you. You guys, you guys have all watched Arrested Development, right? Someone made, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone made a super cut of Job. Just Michael. 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 Yeah. Oh Michael. my God! Hi, Michael. Yeah. Wow, that was fu- that was oh, funny, man. Absolutely hilarious. That's yeah, I'd say hilarious without a doubt. Oh Anytime yeah. Anytime we have Mike Francesa on, that's BS. That's always a win. Let's move on to the next item here. All right. So on Sunday, Roger Federer beat Rafael Nadal in Federer. straight sends. Straight sends. Sets. Sorry. Sets. <laughs> sets. Yeah. He's thinking about the senators. Yes, I am. <laughs> straight sets. Sets. To, to win the Miami Open, which is a thing, which doesn't really count it's as a major. tournament. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't count. No, it doesn't. No, I don't think it's, it it's just kind of one of those things. So unfortunately, a reporter <laughs> didn't get the memo because she congratulated Nadal Uh-oh. on the win <laughs> during his po- oh his post match press conference here's the audio hi um and nadal congratulations on your win and i would like to know how do you feel after the game and if you're ready to give it another try i lost by the way yeah i know but it's a it's a a win anyway Wait, wait a second. Huh? What did she say at the end there? It, it was, was a win, was a win anyway? anyway. Yeah, it was it's a, an emotional. What? It's a it's a it's a an, an emotional win. No. What is she smoking? She no, got, she won. got trapped. She got trapped. That's <laughs> all that happened. Started to play it off. <laughs> That's no, no, all. No, no, that no. You won. you won. And she could and she couldn't <laughs> really heart. salvage it with anything. Yeah, of I, course. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I know, but it's a it's a it's a win anyway. The win. It's a win anyway. It's a win anyway. It's a, it's win, a win anyway. Win no, anyway. she had no idea he <laughs> she, won. She just showed she up. Said, <laughs> she said, hey, uh, congratulations on the win. Uh, and then he said, uh, you know, I lost. Like, she said, yeah, but I mean, it was like a win. <laughs> Did you was, I mean, I mean, spiritually, we all won here. It's an emotional win for you. Everyone won. I, it, mean, I, you I know, mean, it's Miami. It's a crap town. <laughs> just for being here, right. we're, we're all winners. Right. We're all winners. <laughs> right, Bayo, I know you lost. But how was the victory out there today? <laughs> like, uh, what? <laughs> you you won a lot of sponsors over with your performance today. You lost in straight sets, but you still win. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> no one gets a trophy. So how do you explain the victory in a losing effort today, Raphael? Uh, 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 well, I, I really can't explain it. Uh, because I, I lost. But 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 you won in our heart. <laughs> but 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 you won. There was a moral victory. <laughs> you won there in was your heart. There. You won in your heart. That's all that matters, Rob. Uh no, no. Uh no, I lost. Uh, there was, <laughs> it was a moral loss, uh an emotional loss. I actually feel terrible right now. And you're making me feel worse about it. I just love how she tried to play it off. Yeah, but it was a win anyway. Yeah, it was a win anyway. I mean, anyway. you know, it's, it's, uh, it's you, you lose, but uh, you win, you know? That makes no sense. <laughs> That's BS. Do your job. Do your job right. <laughs> maybe, maybe, sh- maybe, show up. maybe show up and watch the match. Yeah, she probably just she stumbled could, in and she was like... She, and she also sounded like she, she was like seen 13. What happened. And you can't... I mean, you can't assume... Like, it's different if Rafael Nadal was going up against some scrub and you walk in and you're like, oh, he probably won. But if he's going up against Federer, it's like, that's a toss-up. Well, hey, Federer's you old. You better make sure who, uh, who well, won. Like a rocking chair. Nadal's old, too, though. Yeah. He, and his knees are shot. Yeah. So, I mean, at this I point... I mean, Federer's my knees overall, and back are shot. Sure, but my, my point <laughs> is, though, if it was Nadal versus some guy that we've never heard of, then it's a little bit more excusable. It's like, Ooh. oh, she probably just walked in and was assumed that he won. David Price but threw off flat ground today. Ooh, wonderful. Wow. But if it's Nadal versus Federer, you can't make that assumption. No, you can't. So, you really can't. Yeah, it's, it's BS on all Raphael, accounts. please tell me how you succeed when you fail. It's amazing. I lost. It, it was a win anyway. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Michael! Michael! <laughs> Michael! <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, next item here on That's BS. Gronk is known for being one of the most dominant tight ends in NFL history. 
He is not, however, known for being one um, one of the best rappers of all time. But did you expect that? He can't try. Did you expect him? Doesn't mean he can't try. Did you expect him to be one of the greatest rappers? No, I don't think he can. I don't think he can put together a a sentence while speaking, let alone trying to a sentence while speaking (laughs) freestyle to a beat. Let's find out. We'll listen to it and then we'll see how we feel. Yo, check me out. I got a Super Bowl ring. Everyone's coming to my house. I can hear the doorbell ring. Bring them, bring them. Adam Man is here to sing. Sing this dollar right now. Oh. Yeah, all these chicks want me, but they don't understand. Hey. Oh, no. Hey. No, hey. no, no, no. Hey. Get him, get him, get him, get him good. Hey, hey, hey. And hey. when they get me going, this thing can. Just keep your day job, Gronk. <laughs> I, I mean, it didn't Just. start out that bad. Initially. No, it no, started it bad. It ended bad. The middle was bad, too. All of it was bad. Not bad you for should, a big-ass white boy. Should, maybe not bad for a big-ass white boy, but... No, uh, that wasn't That wasn't, That wasn't. wasn't even close. Uh, I mean, it was bad that overall. Was, that was, it was bad no matter who you were. That was pretty embarrassing. I think a two-year-old could do better than that. Yeah, I mean, he, I right, he rhymed <laughs> ring with ring. Yes. Uh, and then he started talking about his junk. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. I don't even, I mean, and that first beep went on for days, so I don't even know what he said. But, like, you know he was referring to his junk. Oh, of course. In some way, shape, in or form. In Gronk fashion. Wow, Gronk. Is there a, non, a not safe for work version around? I'm sure there's an uncensored version out there. Okay. There has to be. I, I would love know. to know I, what I he said. Heard, I haven't heard the uncensored version. <laughs> I want to now. Uh, but that was that was pretty bad. Pretty so bad we, by Gronk. What are we calling it? Awful. It was bad. Uh, but that's pretty much it. No, yeah. I was going to say, you know, it's fun, I guess. It's not like you're gonna, you know, they all had a good time a, while it was a, going on. A travesty. It's one of those things that uh, you should l- never you'll, be you'll done look again. look at and you know it's bad, so it's kind of funny, I guess. My ears started bleeding a little bit. Yeah, I can see it. You, you should go to a hospital. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, Dave. Uh, 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 not not as much as the next guys. Um, yeah, I was going to say, finish yeah, out that's guy BS with this guy. Yeah, this we got to do it right here. quickly because we're up against This is a true dumbass it. right here. Uh, Red's prospect, Ian... Kaloa. Kaloa? Kaloa? Kaloa. Kaloa. There we go. Recorded a Snapchat video of him snorting what appears to be... Cocaine. It could be sugar, flour. Uh, I mean, yeah, because yeah, a lot of people puddle. snort uh, flour or powdered sugar. Uh, as a result, you've never done that. As a result, <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> he's been suspended for fifty games for violating baseball's drug abuse policy. This is the second time he's been suspended for drug use. Well, this one was his own fault. Oh, yeah, he so Snapchatted so, it. So he <laughs> Snapchats a video of him snorting what appears to be cocaine. Uh, we we don't know for a, well. I mean, he just got suspended. Well, hold on. So Wait, it, it probably when, was cocaine. If you're well, snorting something up your nose. <laughs> It's not something that is kosher to be doing on Snapchat for sure. Like even if it's not cocaine, well, hold it's on. not a good yeah. substance. What's uh, did he send it like privately to people, or did, was it I on have his no story? Idea. I mean, I it, don't know. It had to be on his story. Well, I have seen the video of this, and I mean, it, it definitely looked like cocaine, even though it might have been powdered sugar. Who knows? Maybe uh, he was trying to make no, a joke. There, there is literally no reason to go about snorting powdered but sugar. But immediately, it I just saw a little <laughs> salt, maybe. No, I would not recommend that. (laughs) No, but seriously, how dumb do you have to be not only to do this? As a professional athlete, your life is pretty much set if you don't screw up. Right. Now, don't do it, first of all. Second of all, don't post it on social media. Have we not learned anything from Laramie Tunsil? If you're going to do these things, how about don't Snapchat it? How about don't put it out there for the world to see and take advantage of? Or just don't do it. Or just just don't do it. Look, look. (laughs) She made the point. Do not do it. If you're going to be that kind of person who does it, 
Do not put it on social media. Well, wait until you're retired. It's after double you dumb. Your he doubled down on dumb. <laughs> make your millions and then do whatever the hell you want. Oh, it's so dumb. So I mean, stupid. I mean, when, when these people is that even are one of their top prospects. I have no idea. I mean, I, I just saw the video. I, I have no know, idea man. who he is. I've never but heard like, of him. I, it just rubs me the wrong way when these people who literally have every advantage in life to go out and make money playing a child sport that you have to go and screw it up for yourself by doing stuff like this and then posting it on top of it. Yep. You know, just stupid just dumb did he learn nothing from laramie tunsil the, the offensive lineman that was drafted by the uh, Miami dolphins. dolphins yeah and it was just funny because it was after wasn't it after he got drafted that that video leaked brian yes. I, I i don't know i, I or no it was right before yeah it was like <laughs> the day before <laughs> the video of him uh, with the bong mask yeah that was just uh, weird timing i don't know if it was like an extra so this is moronic, or what right but this is just yeah this is the dumbest Stupid. thing you could possibly do All right. very dumb so that wraps up that's bs i love that we ended it on that note a prospect that gets suspended for the second time for drug abuse mm -hmm. and snorting what appears to be cocaine for going skiing and uh yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> no <laughs> that's skiing right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that wraps up that's bs we'll talk more about the bruins after this espn new hampshire 1250 ESPN, New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. Allergy congestion. Cut grass. Cat on the sofa. Dust in the carpet. Whenever allergy congestion makes you feel trapped, break through with Allegra D for 5-in-1, 24-hour multi-symptom relief. Allegra D combines a non-drowsy antihistamine with a powerful decongestant for fast relief that starts working in just one hour. Break through allergy congestion with Allegra D. Use only as directed. Guaranteed or your money back. Visit Allegra.com. So you own your own business. Got small ambitions for this business? Of course you don't. Got medium ambitions for this business? Of course you don't. Who has medium ambitions? You got big ambitions. If you're a growing business with big ambitions, you want to grow with Granger. Granger has the products, the services, and more importantly, the commitment you need. Total commitment. If you're a growing business, Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Of course, I want our kids to eat fresh, healthy foods all the time. But we don't have a supermarket nearby, so it's a challenge. I wish we were closer to good health care because of our son's asthma. Frankly, it's scary at times. I'd love for our family to live in a nice house near a great school, but... But none of these resources exist in our neighborhood. Many variables can shape the outcome of children's lives, like the zip code where they grow up. That's because not all communities have the same opportunities, such as quality schools and housing, fresh food, and good health care. There are many ways to improve communities, so everyone has a fair chance, regardless of zip code. You can make a difference. Join with HUD and local leaders to improve your community. Learn how at hud.gov slash fair housing. That's hud.gov slash fair housing. Fair housing, shared opportunity in every community. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. What if you got rewarded for every good decision? What if your heart had a special way of letting you know it appreciates your healthy choices? Oh, I've got to get my family to eat more vegetables. Amazing! And instead of cooking with butter tonight, I think I'll saute our veggies with a heart-healthy oil. You're a genius! So really, would your food choices pay off in heart health? Did you know that when you replace bad fats with healthier fats, like those in canola or other vegetable oils, it can lower bad cholesterol levels? And that's good for your heart. Here's a winning idea. Take up the challenge for good health, because the you of the future will say, Fantastic! Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info proudly supports the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. Standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Bruins wrap up the regular season today against the league's best as the Washington Capitals come to town with the Bruins win. They'll finish no lower than third place in the Atlantic Division. No Brad Marchand, no Tory Krug today. Anton Hudobin will be in net. Face-off from TD Garden is at 3 o'clock. Meanwhile, Ottawa and Toronto each have two games left to go. The Sens go up against the Rangers this afternoon. That game actually already underway. Started at 12.30. They take on the Islanders tomorrow. Toronto faces Pittsburgh tonight and Columbus tomorrow. NHL playoffs will begin Wednesday, April 12th. 
The Celtics have dropped back-to-back -back games, first to Cleveland on Wednesday, then to Atlanta the following night. They'll try and right the ship today, taking on the lowly Charlotte Hornets in Charlotte. Tip-off is at 6. The Seas find themselves one game behind the Cavaliers for the top spot in the East with three games to go. And the Red Sox suffered their first loss of the 2017 campaign yesterday. Sox took a one-run lead into the eighth inning against the Tigers, but the bullpen imploded. Ultimately, Joe Kelly would walk home the game-winning run as the Sox fall in Detroit 6-5. They're back at it today against the Tigers. Eddie Rodriguez on the hill. First pitch from Comerica is at 110. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. Marchand skating away from the crease. Dodgen is down, and there's a delayed penalty coming up against Boston. And you can hear some barking going on on the ice. I don't know what happened, but Dodgen is down. Just a little cross check. I got me to kick you in the neck. And then a turnaround spear right to the midsection. Dirty stick work, and uh, there's no room for it. It was undisciplined penalty. There's no question about that. And he cried like Nancy Kerrigan. You know, and and uh, it could have cost the team a very important game, but uh, the guys did a great job of rallying and and uh, having a huge game. Tuesday night in Boston, Bruins forward Brad Marchand was assessed a major penalty and game misconduct for spearing Lightning defenseman Jake Dotchin. Square in the net! Marchand turns, opens up the blade of his stick, and delivers a forceful spear. Mommy, daddy button. This is spearing. What causes this play to rise to the level of supplemental discipline is the intent, the amount of force used, and Marchand's substantial history of attacking my testes. James Westfall. I'm Dr. Kenneth Noisewater. Marchand intentionally drives his stick up and right in the nuts. with substantial force. The Department of Player Safety has suspended Brad Marchand for two games. Listen, baby, I don't care if he is a fat bastard. You don't give a man a shot in the pills. It's just not cricket. <laughs> Back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire, ESPNNHradio.com. I want to quickly mention that uh, we've got five questions coming up at 1.20 with Mark this week. Although Mark is not here. He right. sent it to us. He submitted his five questions to us. So Remotely. we'll do his five questions. And since he's From not the here, woods. we can critique how much they suck if they in end up like not being good. Mm. And uh, we won't really have to have any repercussions because yeah, I don't we, think he's we listening. We won't have to so deal with it. We won't have to deal with that. Because he, he probably isn't listening he's because no he's signal. in the woods. He's probably stranded by now. Yeah, there's probably a bear that's eating him. You know. Well, if he well. if he does have a signal, <laughs> let's hope let's that he's hope that's not in <laughs> And let's hope, of course, that he's not the, getting mauled. The by Revenant. Is... No, no, Revenant, uh, Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> the Revenant. What, what do you still call it, the Revenant? <laughs> you are aware that it's the Revenant. It's funny. Fancy. For a while, I was actually convinced that Brian thought that was the name of the movie, and that's mm. how it was pronounced. But no, uh, before we uh, hit the uh, top of the hour break here, Brad Marchand, you just don't do that to a guy. You don't do that to another no. man. <laughs> There's certain things that are just off limits. You do yeah, not that's do one it. of them. Uh, for instance, the vanilla nut taps. You know, you, know, you don't, you don't do it. You uh, don't vanilla nut do taps. it. Uh, so Marchand, your top goal scorer, 39 goals this year. Uh, he's had a great season, but he just can't help himself when it comes to being a dirty player. Uh, we've even seen it before. We've seen it this year. He was fined for slew-footing uh, Nicholas Cronwall. Maybe should have been suspended there because a few months later, he's right back in the, NF in the NHL offices for another hearing. So obviously he didn't learn his lesson the first time around this season. Ultimately, Marchand ends up missing two games. Uh, he missed Thursday against Ottawa, which may have cost them at least a point. Uh, mm -hmm. When you consider they end up losing that game in a shootout uh, by one goal, and he's one of your best offensive yeah. players, he's going to miss the game today against the Capitals, which, again, could cost them. Uh, this is hardly the first time we've had this from Marshan. He's been suspended or fined on seven other occasions. Whether those, uh, whether those were stick infractions or slew foots, it's just cheap, sneaky, ratty little plays from a little rat of a player. And he doesn't even need to be this guy because he's not that guy anymore. All right, people say you have to play with an edge. Are, are you telling me, would anyone disagree that Patrice Bergeron plays with an edge? No, I wouldn't disagree with you. 
Patrice Bergeron plays with an edge. He just doesn't go over yeah. the line. You never see Patrice Bergeron out there targeting people's gonads. That's ridiculous. Because Patrice Bergeron is a classy player on and right? off the ice. It's a I different. I can't say the same about Brad Marchand. So, so it's a different kind of edge, obviously, yeah. that Patrice Bergeron brings, and that's the problem. The sort of edge that people are talking about is this sort of edge that Marchand brings is reserved for the muckers and grinders of the league, the Steve Otts, the John Scotts, and the Adam Cooks of the league, and none of them are as prolific. A, an Cook? offensive player is Brad Marchand. What did I say? Adam yeah, Cook. Matt Cook. He said Adam Cook. I was like, who's Sorry, Adam no, Cook? There's no, there's no there one Adam? named Adam Cook. <laughs> is there an Adam? Point being, none of those guys are as prolific an offensive player as Brad Marchand. Right. So you can't be without this guy. I mean, He's getting MVP votes, and you're losing him to suspension. Well, you look uh, at Crosby. I mean, Crosby obviously doesn't have the history that Marshawn has, but Chris, Crosby did the exact same thing. He's a dirty player too. He, he but did the he's exact not same as bad. Thing. He's not as bad as well. Marchand. No, but Andy's th- his spearing. Uh, well, right, and they're gonna. The league is ultimately gonna give Crosby more leeway than any other player because right. he's the face of the league, and they don't mm-hmm. want to have the face of the league with a bad reputation. <gasps> this isn't the NFL. <gasps> All right, so uh, tw- look, Marshawn. For what it's worth, you know, I think there's this misconception of Marshan that he came into the league as a grinder and he had to play this way in order to get a spot, but he was a third-round draft pick, and right off the bat, he was contributing. In his rookie year, he had 21 goals. The Damn. year they won the Cup in 20 in 2010-2011, they win the Cup and he scores 21 goals. He followed Sagan up the next year. He was. Uh, and he followed up the next year with 28 uh, he had 18 in the lockout year, playing 45, 45 games. games. Yeah. Uh, the last four years consecutively, he had 25, 24, 37 last year, which was a new career and high. 39. And he broke that this year with 39. Could have had 40, but he just couldn't keep his stick out of to the himself. nuts of Jake Dotchin. Uh, ridiculous. He couldn't take, uh, keep his stick to himself. And one thing that fascinated me that I just wanted to bring up, uh, because it's, uh, it's sort of a, uh, a little bit of a defense of Brad Marchand in a way, because uh, I wanted to check out his games played since 2011 in an 82-game schedule. Uh, Marchand since 2011 has played 77 games, 76 games, 45 the lockout year, which was every game. Every single one. The wow. following year he played all 82 Followed by 77, 77, and 80 this year. He's going to finish at 80. So he would have played 82 had he not, not been, been suspended, suspended for two games. So it got me curious. I wanted to I wanted to know, because he's always on the ice, how many of those games uh, were due to suspension. So in 2011, 2012, he played 76. He missed six games. Five of them were for slew-footing Sammy Sallow. 2012-2013, again, was the lockout year. He played all 45. And the following year, he played all 82. 2014-2015, he missed five games. Two of those were for slew-footing Derek Broussard of the Rangers, uh, and that was also the year that he ended up out with a uh, torn tendon in his elbow at the end of the year. Uh, 2015-2016, he missed five more games, three of them for clipping Mark Barakowski. This year he played 80 games, missing two for jabbing Jake Dotchin directly in the testicles. So since Marshan's rookie year, he's missed 18 games. Twelve of them were due to suspension. Which is over half of the games that he's missed in his that's NHL deadly. career. Well, that's fun. And I had to wonder, like, whether or not there's ever been a player like that where more than fifty percent of the games missed. This is close to seventy-five percent of the games missed in his career, being due to suspension. He's been in the league offices seven times now. So you said twelve in seven of seasons. Twelve out of eighteen, 18 games that he's missed in his career suspension. have been due to suspension. So in a way, you know, there's sort of a, a, a duality to that anyway, because on the one hand, you can say, well, he's healthy. He's out there. So you'd almost take the trade of like, you know, uh, you'd rather him be healthy and out there and being suspended three or four games a season because it's better than him getting injured every year and not being out there for some games. True. But this has to stop. This crap has to stop with this guy. He's an MVP candidate. He's getting MVP votes this year. And it's absurd that you have to be without him at this point in the year. Control yourself, Marshan. Control your stick. That was one of the dirtiest plays I've seen in the NHL in a long time. And, and there's always stick work. And then there there's was always the, stick work. And then there was the shot to the head. I was going to say, not only does not, so he takes a little cross check from Dodgin. He turns around and gets him directly in the nuts. Directly in the nuts. And he looks right where he was aiming. And then he looks at the referee and he goes, like, what? And he drags the stick across <laughs> the face of Dodgin while he's writhing in pain because he just got sack whacked by Marshan. And he drags the stick right across his face. What a cheap little play. What a cheap little play. All because you just couldn't help yourself, and now you're sitting there in the locker room hoping to hoping the team can pull it off because you couldn't resist the vanilla nut tap. Yep. Couldn't resist. Okay, resist. Wrapping up hour number two here on the Sports Blast. We'll be right back. ESPN New Hampshire.